This is Angel Bueno from One Soul. I've been meditating in the virtues of Jesus for another week, in how to be more like Jesus. And now I hope I can help one more soul. So we continue this uh, trip through the virtues of Jesus, um, starting from the main ones, the ones that f seems to be forgotten these days um, in our society. And sometimes, and they're actually the ones that we need to work on the most uh, in our daily life because they're, they're the ones that could lead um, to sanctity. But also, if we don't look after them and we fall instead of the capital virtue, we fall into the capital sin or the capital vices um, that actually could be our perdition. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so we need to keep working on this. So today I want to share some thoughts and the virtue of patience that actually is the one that opposes wrath or anger. And when I was preparing um, this podcast and praying about this virtue and about this vice, the first thing that came to mind was like, well, in the Old Testament, we can see the wrath of God going off at humanity with the floods, with um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, so really is like God is love and God is perfect, but then this happened. And to that, even though I always struggle to understand it, one of the things that I've been doing for the last few months is the Bible in a Year podcast from Father Mark Smith. And uh, when we read that passage, he had an amazing um, comment on this point. That is the fact that how do we know that that was not the best for those people? How do we know that that was not the only chance they had to convert? We can know because... We definitely, every action that God has is out of love. So um, even though we might not understand it, we need to know and have faith that he is doing it out of love. And the same with um, in the New Testament, when Jesus goes to the temple and he's angry, and he's angry that people are desecrating the temple, the house of his father. How he flips the table and tells the merchants to go away. But remember, he, Jesus, he needs to act out of love. That anger, that, that frustration that he's got needs to be virtuous. So that really made me think, that in this week, because it is hard. It is hard, and it's a fact that sometimes we do get angry, but it's very different to be upset, to be angry, than to lose our peace, to lose our patience. So when we get angry because of a loss of patience, because we cannot control our emotions, then we could be falling into sin. Maybe just a venial sin, but it's falling. It's a fault. It's not perfect behavior. 
Instead, Jesus' behavior was very, for a very, very different reason. So someone was um, desecrating God, the house of God, what belongs to God. Remember what Jesus says, give God what is God's and Caesar's what is Caesar, mend what is man. So we need to remember that that day in the temple, something very evil was being done and that upset Jesus, which, is, which makes a lot of sense. Well, that anger of Jesus was out of justice. A justice of another virtue that we've talked about, but that is what had to be done for the love of God. So when we see something evil in society, that should, should move us. When we see people burning churches, what is happening around the world, that should upset us. When we see Christians persecuted around the world, that should make us angry, but move us to prayer. And of course, we, we should wish for those people that are persecuting human beings to be put into jail because it's, it's inhuman what they do. Or people that go to the Catholic churches to receive the body of our Lord, but then they hide the host in the pocket. They try to take it for whatever reason, many times for black masses. Of course, that is frustrating, that, is that, that moves anger within you. But because of this love that we have for God. I remember in, um, a few months ago, I saw a beautiful scene um, during communion in a parish around where I live. There was a, someone... Um, that the person giving communion, because unfortunately was not the priest, was a layman, which is technically an extraordinary minister, um, but apparently these days they're not extraordinary at all, which actually goes against the, what the catechism teaches. But anyway, this is a completely different story. Um, anyway, the body of Christ fell on the ground, and a person that was kneeling down after having received his communion he went on the ground um, because the person giving communion picked up the body of Christ, but this person saw where the body of Christ had fallen, and he went, knelt down, and round with his arms the area where the body of Christ had touched and didn't move and bowed to that spot. After Mass, so that was during communion, so until after Mass he did not move a muscle. And then he had for a corporal. A corporal had the, those cloths that are put in the altar. So in case it's a particle of the body of Christ, that's in four, it's not lost because that is the whole body of Christ. That is the body, soul, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. The smallest particle is still the body of Christ. It doesn't stop being the body of Christ because it's, it's come out of the bigger host. No, that is Jesus. So anyway, so this person asked for a corporal and then with water he damped it and cleaned the area and then washed that cloth um, separately. Um, so that was so much care. But that person really was moved by the love of God. And in, in, during that same Mass, I remember after that Mass, um, someone found 
uh, on the hole at the back of the church, uh, the body of Christ beaten and thrown on the ground. So those things, when the body of Christ falls out of neglect, out of lack of care, uh, or when someone throws him away, that should move these feelings of anger, but it's just anger for what is right. And we should put the means to change it. But this is comparable to the anger that Jesus had. But that is very different. That is not a vice. That is moved by the virtue of justice. But the one we need to avoid is the one, and now we get a little bit more practical, the one that we have in the car when the person in front of us is a little bit too slow. Um, I, I live in the west of Sydney, and my in-laws live in Hurstville. In Hurstville, um, the Chinese population is very high, and the way they drive is very different to the way I drive. I drive more European way, and in Hurstville, people tend to drive very slow, very, as we say in Spanish, domingueros. Domingueros are the people that just seem that they live in a Sunday, very peacefully. Anyway, I tend to lose my patience, and that is something to take to confession. It might not be a mortal sin, as long as we don't disrespect the other person with our words or our thoughts, but um, that is something that is not virtuous. Also, the anger that we talk about here that we need to avoid is the one when we are tired and one of our children does something wrong and we lose it and we scream or we hit them, which I personally disagree with. I am a big believer that the same way that Jesus, uh, that we should discipline our children the same way that Jesus does. And in this regard, just on the book that I'm reading, on Lewis and Sally Martins, it's called The Saints of the Ordinary. Um, just on the few pages that I was reading this week, he talked about that, on how their parenting was. They said that they didn't let one go. They would correct, correct even the most minimal fault. But always without brutality always out of love, to the point that when they, in, in the process of canonization of St. Teresa of Lisieux, they read the letters of Pauline, her sister. She wrote, we obeyed out of love. That is what we want. That is, so, because, and Louis, Louis Martins used to say that with um, with different words, I don't have the quote in front of me right now, but it's what I read this week. Um, he said that with anger on authoritarianism, you all you don't get virtue back. But instead, if you discipline with love, you will get love in response as a response. So just have that in mind, because that is a virtuous way of working, of disciplining, of teaching and educating children out of love, out of positivity, because that is how you will get virtue back. If we discipline through anger, through fear, that's what the devil wants. That's what the devil does. So 
let's have that very much in mind when we need to deal with somebody because many of us, or sorry, many people that listen to this podcast might not have young children that rarely push our buttons. Um, but they have they, they deal with different people. Or like, for example, talking with somebody the other day, they said that he had a couple, friend of theirs, um, that were splitting up. And now I ask every person listening to this podcast to just spare one quick prayer for this couple. And for all the couples that really they're lacking in virtue and these lack of virtues is making the marriage split or separate or not being in unity. So we pray for this couple and all these couples around Australia and around the world are fighting for their marriages. Anyway, so in this couple, maybe there's a lack of patience towards, so many times it could happen, that it's a lack of patience towards our spouse. And that is very much linked to pride. We need to be patient. We need to be in unity, at peace, that is very important. Like this patience is very much linked to interior peace, to be able to control our tendencies, to control our impulses that do not come from God and turn them to the way God would be. So there's so many areas in which we need to be patient. So we've mentioned with our spouses, we've mentioned with our children, but also at work. We need to be patient because many times, especially being Catholics, many times we're not understood. But that is not something. Not being understood is not something that should make us angry. Remember, blessed are those that are persecuted in my name. That should make us happy that we're not understood. And of course, work through charity to be understood by others. But when we are not understood, when we are targeted even, we should not lose our patience. We are not that important to get super angry because we're persecuted or because we're targeted or because someone doesn't leave charity towards us. We should pray and be patient and have peace in our souls. Also another area that we need to be patient is in our apostolate. All those people that we're praying for, if they don't change their lives, we still need to be patient and trust in our Lord. He is the master. I was using this um, in the devotions in my school on Monday, and I said that our Lord is like a chess player, and we are the pieces on the table. We have a big role. We are where we're meant to be for a reason. But he's the one playing the game. We need to let him play. And that should give us peace instead of frustration, instead of anger and wrath towards in, in, for different reasons. Also, and very important, we need to be patient with ourselves. I personally, right now, I'm struggling to live the life of prayer that I would like to have. And that frustrates me many times. But, and I know the devil is getting in there and he makes me despair. But I tell him to go away because I need to have peace. I need to have 
peace with myself and patience to myself and trust in our Lord that our Lord is helping me. Of course, I could put more means to do better. And that is what our Lord wants, that we keep trying, that we keep persevering. He doesn't want perfections. Perfection will come when we die. But right now, what we need to do is to work hard. So very important in every area of our lives to be patient with ourselves, demanding, hard workers, but patient. And never, never be angry at ourselves when we're trying. Be upset at yourself when you're not giving your best. But if you are, put yourself in the shoes of God. He loves you so much. And he knows that you are trying. And that is why the importance of a spiritual direction or of going to confession weekly, especially during this time of Lent. Just remember how patient Jesus was in many circumstances. For example, when he was going through the agony in the garden and he asked the three disciples that he loved the most, please pray with me. And they fell asleep. Not once, not twice, but three times. They couldn't hold in prayer with him. Or when he was telling his disciples that he was going to die, that he was going to be crucified. And uh, literally, you can read in the Gospels, the next, the next conversation, they're asking him straight away, not Jesus, when is this going to happen? Uh, or, no, we don't want you to go through that, but um, we are hungry. Or, <laughs> or that... Um, who, who is the best one out of all of us. So you can see that Jesus has a lot of patience in the normal circumstances of every day. He has a lot of patience. And that is what we ask you, Jesus, today. We ask you to give us that patience, that peace in all the simple areas of our daily life because we want to be like you. We want to be patient and we want to have the peace that you only can give because you are God. This is Angel Bueno from One Soul. It's been a pleasure talking to you today and I look forward to seeing you next week.